This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pandorus, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners, cutting away all the briars and thistles and briars and kudzu that clutters up the human heart. And we're starting a new subject today, our new, new section. We are on the general theme, divine healing, true and false. But we're looking today at divine healing is not in the atonement. And that's where we're going to start. First of all, we're going to read you God's word, what he says. In 1 Timothy 4, 1, 4. But before we do, we want to try to play this song that I had queued up. Let's see if we can get it to work. You'll hear our old radio choir. We had a gracious choir in New Orleans. And they weren't professionals. They didn't sing uh, high cantatas and all of those things. No, we just sung the old blood song. Is all we sang day in and day out. So we have one queued up. Now we're going to play it for you. Let's listen. about that in our last study that men and women now are building and hoping all of their hope on a sandy foundation we have folks i have friends and neighbors and loved ones who believe it belonging to the church being a member of the church is a sand is a sure foundation they believe in shaking the preacher's hand is a safe foundation all sorts of things that you would never believe people i mean you ever go to funeral folks you ever have funerals? I know one time before Pastor Shelton died, he told this story. He said this lady came in his office, and he said, she said, Pastor, I've been to a hundred funerals, 
in my life. And I have never heard one individual that wasn't gone to heaven. And he knew her condition, her heart. He, he said, well, you let me preach your funeral and I'll tell them where you went. That's right. That's right. And then I'll tell you this other little uh, incident that Pastor Shelton told me. He said he was in his office one day and this lady came in. She said, Pastor, would you let me do something for you? He said, well, if I can. She said, I want to cut about six inches off of your necktie. You got a pair of scissors? And he reached in his desk drawer and gave her a pair of scissors. She reached over his desk and cut six inches off, off of his necktie and said, thank you. He said, hold on a minute now. Just wait just a minute. I want you to do something for me. She said, well, sure, I will, Pastor, if you want me to. What is it you want to do? He said, stick out your tongue. I want to cut six inches off of your tongue. You're the blabbermouth of this church. Oh, my friend, it kind of backfired on her, didn't it? How many of our folks need to have about six inches tongue cut off of their tongue? What does the scripture say about a tongue? Is a world set on fire? Oh, my friend, that's not our subject today. We're going to get back on our subject on the divine healing is not in the atonement. Before we do that, I want to read you God's commission to his pastor. I take this to be, to my heart as being literal. I charge thee therefore before God. Paul is speaking here to Timothy, but I take it, I'm going to read it like this. I charge thee therefore before God, trailblazer, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearance and at his kingdom. Now listen, folks, listen. Preach the word. That's not hard to believe, is it? That's not hard to understand. That don't mean to tell funny stories. I heard a man on the radio one Sunday morning preaching, and he said, I have told a 2,000 jokes in my, on my, in my pulpit. And he said, I've made a book. I've written a book called I Tell a Joke. He said, I've told over 2,000 jokes. My friend, that man will meet those, his congregation at the Great White Throne Judgment, and they'll rail on him, rail on him, Pastor, why weren't you true to our hearts? Why weren't you true? He says, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. It don't matter if you have two or 200. Preach the gospel. Be instant to them. Be instant in season, my friend. And uh, reprove. Reprove. We spoke about that in our last study. Someone living in sin in my congregation, I'm to reprove them. Call them over on, in the office one day and say, look, let's talk. Let's talk. And he said, exhort. Well, first he said, rebuke. I'm to rebuke folks. And I have done that. I've called folks' name from the pulpit. And some of them stalk out. But my friend, listen, I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. And he says, exhort with all long suffering. That's what I like to do. I'm exhorting you, my friend, to come to Christ. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers, pastors, and preachers, having itching ears, and they'll turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Now, friend, that's what we're hearing much of today is fable, which is a half-truth. When people claim to be that divine healing is in the atonement, that's a fable. That's a half-truth, my friend. The word fable means a half-truth, and a half-truth is the biggest lie in the world. Now, here we find Paul's charge. Preach the gospel. Preach the word. He never, God never calls one preacher to preach one thing and another preacher to preach another thing, whether he's on an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher. He's to preach the word, not a program. Oh, my friend, how far have we, how far have we dropped to preaching a program? I'll tell you sometimes about the things I've seen in churches. I was in a, a big church auditorium one day, and we walked out into the, what they call a recreation hall. 
And over there in the corner was uh, some things covered up with a great white sheet, big piece of white cloth. And I asked the gentleman, one of those church members, I said, what is that you got covered up there? He said, oh, that's our puppet ministry. Puppet ministry? Puppet ministry? He said, yeah, we teach the kiddies with puppets. Uh, uh, my friend, I like to pass out. I like to pass out. What's wrong with teaching them out of the Bible? And then I've been in other churches where they have clown ministry. I've had an advertisement on the radio. Some church is going to have a clown ministry next Sunday. And, but the biggest clown is the guy that's behind that pulpit. He's a clown to allow that stuff to take place in his pulpit, my friend. I don't mind telling you that's, a, that's blasphemy to bring those things into your church, brother. Just That's right. Just like it is on Sunday afternoon to turn your, your Sunday evening service over to the Super Bowl. My friend, what, what's, where, where are we, my friend? Where are we? He says, preach the word. Not, not, not a program. Not a, not a program, my friend. Not a program. Several churches in our area here have given up their Sunday night service, and they, folks come into the bookstore, and I ask them, why y'all don't have Sunday night service? Well, we're letting the preacher rest. Uh, letting him rest? What about, the, what about the people? What about the people not being fed? What about it? You don't leave off your supper table, do you? No, no, no. But my friend, those men are going to have to answer for that. The Bible says preach the word, not a doctrine, not, a, not, not, not divine healing. Preach the word. Don't preach the church up. Don't preach up what this church has to offer. No, don't preach yourself. Don't preach your opinion. Preach the word, not what you believe. Preach the word. Did you know your belief may be diametrically opposed to God's word? It may be, my friend. Don't preach your, your opinion. That's what the Lord says over and over again. Throughout the word of God, you will find the old prophet saying, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying. The word of Jehovah came unto me, saying. Paul said on another occasion, Brethren, I declare unto you the whole counsel of God. And that's my theme, my friend. I want to... Uh, to uh, to bring you, declare unto you the whole counsel of God day by day, time after time. And when you hear an individual say, God called me to preach a certain doctrine, you put it down that God has nothing to do with his calling. Now, my friend, that's the truth if I ever told it. That's Satan, Satan's work, satanic to the core. God calls his pastor, his preacher, to preach the word, preach his word. God never calls an individual to preach anything contrary to God's word. Listen, and that's why we mentioned in our last study about that the Lord never called a woman to preach because it's, it's, it's diametrically opposed to God's word. The Bible says uh, the pastor, the pastor is the, is, the, is, is the authority. The Lord never give a woman authority in the church. No, it's so plain. It's like the nose on your face. It's so plain. And I know that folks get mad with me and cuss me and all that stuff. But my friend, go there and read God's word. He said, I suffer not a woman to teach. I suffer not a woman. I, I, the voice of authority is the pastor, not, not the deacon board, not the amen corner. No, no, my friend. Listen, you say, well, old Trailblazer, you're just an old kook. Well, that's what folks call me. But let me be a kook for Christ's sake. Let me stay with thus saith the Lord day by day, day by day, and I'll never go astray. And the Lord will say one day, well done, my true and faithful servant. Come on home. Oh, my friend, I'm, I'm, I'm attempting my best, the best that I can do with what the Lord has given me, the talent he's given me, to praise the Lord. 
And I know we have these smart alecks that know the Bible backwards and forwards and have all of this uh, PhDs in, in theology and all. I know that. But my friend, they make a good backstick in hell. That's what they'll do. Did you know the Lord is not going to put up with that all, its, all, uh, all the time, my friend? The Lord's not going to put up with that. He says he's angry with the wicked every day just because you have a Ph.D. In, in theology or whatever. Oh, my friend, I'll tell you in our next study about this fellow who wrote me and asked me a question. That, uh, he said he couldn't answer. And I'll tell you about it in our next study. And, uh, but let me just mention, the old trailblazer is trying to be honest with you folks. Just as honest. I have no axe to grind. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace, bringing you what the Lord lays on my heart. As long as he does, I'll keep doing it. And folks are supplying the work, supporting the work, supplying the money for the broadcast. And if the Lord shuts it down, then I'll just leave it alone, go on home to be with the Lord. But until then, I'm going to bring you, thus saith the Lord. And I tell you right now that uh, divine healing is not in the atonement. It's not in the atonement. We're going to get into that in our next study. And uh, you stay tuned. Would you do that? And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.